I'm in dead last. My team is absolute Welcome to Armchair Radio, your best source for sports news, fantasy tips, and more. I'm Tove. Greg is not with us today as he is spiraling into a pit of sports depression. <laughs> Perhaps he'll be back next week, but he hasn't committed to that. Instead, we're joined by a dear friend of mine. He's a fellow Podfix member and co-host of your already, if not soon to be, favorite cinema podcast, The Pop-Up Filmcast. Please welcome Keith Gala. Hey, we got you got our upgrade there, the cinema podcast. I'm a listener. And when I'm not talking movies, I like sports. <laughs> Boy, do you. You've yeah. got a lot going on in, in the uh, sports arena. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. I it's uh, I don't know if I should be allowed in the arena anymore some days. <laughs> well, we won't get into that now, but there'll be uh, plenty of opportunity to do it later in this episode. Sure. We got real stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. As a matter of fact... I do want to just jump right in and get down to business because I've been out the last few weeks, unfortunately, not of my choosing, but we have been out the last few weeks. Welcome back. Lots of things to catch up on. Thank you. And so I just want to dive right in if that's okay. Sure, man. That's what I'm here for. Great. All right. Well, let's go ahead and look at last week's matchups. We're going to start with, unfortunately, Raiders versus Cowboys. And the Cowboys have lost three of their last four. So why did you say unfortunately? Well, because I'm a Cowboys fan, Keith. Oh. Mm. Well, maybe we won't get along. You know, yeah. in addition to losing three of their last four, they've also lost four of their last five T-Day games. Yes, they have. And so I had a really busy three weeks at work. I finally got some time. We went away. We were down at family's house. So on on Thursday... No, I'm sorry. So on the Sunday before Thanksgiving, I watched them lose to the Kansas City Chiefs. And then four days later, the annual Thanksgiving Day game... I watch them lose again to the lowly Raiders. Yeah. Okay. So before we jump, before we jump into like some six about that, they've lost four out of five TD games. The Lions have lost five straight and have like a horrible thing. Like they need to shake that up a little bit more. I know they added the third game in to be like whoever they want, but I, I don't think we need traditions of the Cowboys and the Lions on playing on Thanksgiving anymore. I think we should be able to move on. Do you know how the, that whole thing started? Uh, Jerry Jones's money, no, because I know I went, it went. Yeah, I went back uh, a lot longer than that. I do not know the exact reasons uh, behind those two things. Yeah, the NFL wanted to have a game on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and nobody in the league wanted to do it, and so the Cowboys stepped up and, and volunteered to be on the first Thanksgiving game. That's why they have that spot. So you think a team that missed a field goal, an early two point conversion, and had 110 uh, penalty yards on third down deserved to be there? Yes. <laughs> See, look, I told you I'd bring the A game. Look at that. <laughs> yes, you do. I slipped some stuff in. Yeah. It's a, hey, look, it was, a, it was a great comeback by the Cowboys uh, before it went to overtime. Uh, but I, I did see them. they had a, uh, a few issues that, uh, you know, maybe they could have, you know, taken care of and, and the game wouldn't have been in that situation at the end. Steelers versus Bengals. The Bengals win big <laughs> after losing three straight. They've now won two in a row. And are still contenders for their division. How about that? Is that is that why this game made your your list to talk about? Because I couldn't fi- I couldn't figure it out. Like it, it, this game was over so early. 
I think everyone should be surprised at the Bengals' success this year. Everyone should always be surprised at the Bengals' success any year. That's exactly right. They're right on the heels of the Ravens, which is almost unthinkable. I mean, they're not as bad as the Lions, but aren't they like, they're awfully close to being the AFC's Lions. Yes, I would agree with that. That's why it's so shocking. Yeah. But they're putting a roster together, and Joe Burrow obviously has something, so. Mm -hmm. Next, the Panthers versus Dolphins. The only reason this is notable is because the Panthers brought back Cam Newton. I don't know how often a team brings back a quarterback like that. Probably almost never. Is there even another example? But the experiment does not seem to be working as they lose big to the Dolphins and have now lost two of three as they head into the bye week. Uh, I mean, you know, his comeback, it is the second game back, right? It it completely hit the skids on this one. Partially, um, well, he had the lowest completion percentage for a quarterback throwing 20 plus attempts since Joey Harrington in uh, in, in, uh, 2004. (laughs) But I think the bigger bigger thing here is that McCaffrey just isn't himself, you know, and he hasn't been able to get to be himself all year. Well, did you not Um, hear the announcement? He's out for the season again. Oh, see, I did not hear that that part of the announcement, but that makes sense. I mean, he obviously he rushed back a bit. He had like one decent game once he came back, and then it just hasn't worked out since. And that's a shame. I mean, he's a uh, you know, he's a great player when he's there, but he gets injured a lot. Yeah. Well, no, they just made an announcement this afternoon that he's back on the IR and will not be returning this season. The Dolphins have won four straight. That seems nuts. That does seem nuts, but possibly not as nuts as. The Titans versus the Patriots. After opening the season two and four, the Patriots have now won six straight, including a huge win over the Titans on Sunday. The Pats now have a one-game lead over the Bills for first place in the AFC East. I, which is which is crazy, considering how great the Bills started out the season. Uh, Mac Jones had a great game. It was awesome that I picked him up for my own personal fantasy league team uh, Thursday morning, just to make sure that I had people to cover everything. But, I mean, look, they got 200-plus yards out of their running backs. But it's not like Derrick Henry getting 200 yards running. And not having him, it's the same type of deal that McCaffrey has the effect on the Panthers, I think, is without Derrick Henry, it it takes away from the Titans and how good they can be. I mean, those other guys had three fumbles. I mean, that really kind of overall cost them a game. Well, to me... I mean, obviously the first few weeks you would have never said this, but it's it's at least possible. I, I'm not predicting it, but it's at least possible to have a Patriots-Buccaneers Super Bowl. Who, who's Fox has the Super Bowl again this year, yeah, probably. That's right. They are probably just like, Patriots-Bucks, Patriots-Bucks, please do it. Please do it. We got to have it. It's going to be the greatest thing ever. I, it would be huge ratings. Um. If you want stories, which they love to have great storylines, there's no better one out there than to have Brady versus Belichick in in the Super Bowl. Eagles versus Giants. There's only one reason why I'm bringing this up. The Giants win their first game after firing Jason Garrett. He lasted 26 games as their offensive coordinator. He lasted 152 games before the Cowboys determined, figured out that he was a terrible football coach. Okay, thank you, because my only notes on this are why. (laughs) <laughs> that's the only reason because I hate Jason Garrett I mean the ineptitude of this game the the quarterback position was just absolutely brutal um I, I just I'm, I'm sitting there I'm looking at I'm looking up the recaps I'm looking at the stats I'm like well okay the Toph just covers everybody in the 
in the NFC East, apparently. Um, but no, it, it, it's yes because uh, uh, you know they win, but it really is because Jason Garrett wasn't there. I mean, that offense was still ineffective. It doesn't matter. I'm going to blame it on Jason Garrett. Fair enough, man. You you're you're holding a grudge. Wow, <sighs> Keith, you just don't understand how angry it made me just to see his face for ten years straight as he just wasted multiple careers for a decade. Hmm. Okay, so I'm just, hold on. Let me look through my Bears notebook here. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't understand that at all, Chris. I really don't. <laughs> all right, fair mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. All right, the last game we're going to discuss, and I've said it multiple times on this show that I refuse to talk about this person, but I can't stop talking about them. Even though Aaron Rodgers has a fractured toe, it doesn't slow him down as they beat the Rams at home. Uh, but I, I'm not going to put it all. Uh, I'm not. I mean, not that he did anything bad, but I'm not going to really say that's more because of him. I mean, him and Stafford, they put up basically identical numbers: 302 yards versus 307. They both had three TDs. Passer rating of 96.6 for Stafford, 97.2 for Rodgers. But Stafford has two turnovers. That's the difference, really, in the game. Stafford blows this more than than Rodgers. You know, gets the job done. Well, I mean. That's the narrative for this this specific game, but and and it's not like the Packers, you know, have, have won every game this season. But most of the time, and I know you hate say, hearing this as a Bears fan, I don't like it either because I don't like Aaron Rodgers. But most of the time, he somehow figures out a way to win, even when he's not supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it, it's really frustrating. Yeah, you're finding it very frustrating to talk about Aaron Rodgers. When it, it's not your team that he owns. Well, I mean, obviously he's your division foe, but at the end yeah. of the day, he's going to, he could possibly own everybody at, mm-hmm. at the end of the season. So, I, mean, I, I want to ask the question yeah. who's the best team in the NFC, in your opinion? Oh, who do you uh, fear the most the, in the NFC? The 1985 Chicago Bears. No, this season. Oh, uh, which this team in the season, NFC do you fear the um, most? Look, if you've listened to, if you listen to the odd little fancy football recap show I do for the Podfix Network. Uh, Tom Brady still has two arms. He's breathing. He's sucking in avocado smoothies. I The Bucks are still a favorite. Until, okay. until something happens to Brady, I'm not going against him. Next! Alright, well, <clears throat> Keith, Yeah. it's just a coincidence that you happen to be on this episode and the fact that I was out the last few weeks and we have so much to catch up on. Sure. So unfortunately, what we have to do next? News quick news hits. quick hits. Mm-hmm. No, dang it! I thought maybe I'd get out of it on this show. All right, go ahead. No. Get, get get me with them. <laughs> All right. So let's briefly discuss uh, a handful of stories that are notable right now. First off, Henry Ruggs. The story of his fatal drunk driving accident is already washed out of the news cycle. Mm-hmm. Next, the Las Vegas Raiders, who have waived cornerback. Damon Arnett after a video emerged on social media, which appeared to show Arnett holding up several guns and threatening to kill someone. Now, here's a story that I think is far more interesting. Did you know that the NFL just settled? They just settled a lawsuit for $790 million with the city of St. Louis because of the Rams relocation. I'm very familiar with this. I've been cashing checks all week. (laughs) No, I what I look, the Rams aren't in the original franchise there, right? I mean the Cardinals were there for a while. 
uh, and then the Rams. So what are they? What are they upset about? The NFL is paying the city of the city of St. Louis almost eight hundred million dollars. Why? Your team? You didn't support your team. They left. The what? The Baltimore Colts left in the middle of the night. I mean, did did Baltimore get paid back a bunch of money by the NFL at that point? That's what I'm no. saying. I've like, never heard is, of such a thing. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I mean, it, St. Louis is a small city uh, compared to like a, a Chicago, a New York, a Dallas, etc. I mean, they don't really have a they don't have enough people to be supporting, you know, pro hockey, baseball. Uh, football, like that'd be three of the top four, like big, big sports. Even Milwaukee, Milwaukee only gets, I mean, they'll claim the Packers, but the Packers aren't right there. That's like a separate thing. I'm agreeing with yeah. you because think about how many franchises in all of the major sports move way more than you even realize until you start to look into it. And somehow this resulted in a lawsuit where the city of St. Louis is awarded $790 million. I mean, maybe if they proved that there was some like, uh, what is when the um, you know when they don't like the NBA players like kind of like recruiting other guys you know like it's uh, tampering or whatever maybe it's like is that like a tampering type thing that the NFL like was in negotiations to move them in a way where where it was a shady deal it's got to be what it is I mean but still yeah I mean, look support your team better yeah. I just never heard of a of a relocation of a team resulting in in. In a city being compensated this amount of money, or really anything, well, why would they get compensated? I don't know. Take the Bears. You can have them. <laughs> Vikings defensive end Everson Griffin published several social media posts asserting that someone was trying to kill him. Police say the 33-year-old initially refused to leave his house. He's now out getting help. And then maybe one of the biggest stories that popped up a couple months ago, John Gruden is now suing the NFL for alleged orchestrating the leaking of those emails. Uh, during the Washington football team investigation and which is a story we're continuing to follow and we have for a few weeks now and my favorite recent news story Jason Garrett is fired by the New York Giants after only 26 games so that made it into quick hits as well yes it did now elsewhere elsewhere Keith in the in the world of sports because a lot has happened Steph Curry passes Ray Allen for the most three-pointers made in NBA history the sale of the Pittsburgh Penguins by Mario Lemieux and his ownership group. The team was headed for financial doom in 1999 when he not only bought the team for $107 million, but then he came back and played. He came out of retirement and played. Yeah. He's now resold the team for $900 million. It's an investment, buddy. That's a nice investment. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty good return. That's that a, that a solid return right there, yeah. Yes, it is. Also in hockey, three weeks ago, 36-year-old Alexander Ovechkin passed Brett Hull for fourth on the all-time goals list with 742. Since then, he scored seven more goals, including a hat trick this past Friday night. That puts him 17 goals behind number three on the all-time list behind Yarmir Yager. Oh, well, th- let me know when you get to the one that counts, because that's it. There's only one guy who counts. He's never going to catch Gretzky. Never. No, I mean, that's uh, not say he's a bad player or anything. Keep up the good work, Alex. It's great. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It kind of diminishes the accomplishments a little bit, knowing that the guy will never be able to reach number one. He says he still can. Okay, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that, buddy. Good luck. So here's a story that you may not have heard of, but it, it's, it's just now hitting the mainstream and getting some attention. 
The International Olympic Committee interviewed, did an interview with missing Chinese tennis player Peng Shui. Did you hear what happened here? I did not. I saw something about social media where people were worried about her health or something or worried about something may have happened to her. Okay, so so you can dig into it when you want to, but basically on November 2nd, she accused the former vice premier of sexual assault, and then she disappeared. And then she reappeared just recently, but in a real suspicious way, almost like a hostage video, because the Chinese government set up an interview between her and the International Olympic Committee to prove that she was safe and okay. And they say that that interview just raised more questions than it answered. Okay, that's the one. Yeah, that's the note I saw was that like people saw some stuff about her that they were now further worried about her. Well, they're still very suspicious. And in just a couple of months, China's supposed to host the Winter Olympics starting in mid-February. And there's a lot of people that are that are calling for a boycott of the Olympics. I mean, it's only the Winter Olympics. Come on. <laughs> right. And then we're going to finish up with this. Sure. I don't know if you've realized this, but mm-hmm. in addition to the ongoing story around John Gruden and the Washington football team and that huge investigation, there are five more investigations that have piled up here recently. First is the Georgia linebacker Adam Anderson, who is being investigated by Athens police for rape allegations. The Anaheim Ducks are doing an ongoing investigation related to the professional conduct of GM Bob Murray. The NBA formally opened an investigation into Phoenix Suns owner Robert Sarver Mm -hmm. uh, around allegations of racism, misogyny, as well as a toxic work environment. The Portland Trailblazers are investigating GM Neil Olshey for workplace misconduct. And possibly the most outrageous is Chicago Blackhawks. There was a report recently released by a law firm investigating the handling of the Brad Aldrich scandal from 09 and 10. Here's the fallout from that report being released. Executive Stan Bowman and Al Maklazak left the club. The NHL fined the Blackhawks $2 million. Former Blackhawks coach Joe Quenville resigned from his job with the Florida Panthers. He's not even in Chicago anymore. Brad Aldrich's name was removed from the Stanley Cup, and the NHLPA announced it's conducting its own internal investigation of the handling of the matter. (laughs) Yeah, look... If you get everybody long enough, it's all going to be, I mean, it's all going to pretty much be a a trash fire eventually, I guess. Um, But the good news is, I mean, we're going to clean things up, hopefully, hopefully. Well, that's just the Blackhawks, but. Except except for, except for the Washington football team. They won't ever finish that. Well, that may end up in front of Congress. Nah, it won't. There's a congressional oversight committee that's kicking tires on that. So I've heard. So I've heard. Yeah. Don't remember which podcast brought that up, but. some sports podcast. Yeah, I don't know who would have mentioned yeah. that. Um, yeah, look, I mean, it's, you know, things happen to people you wouldn't expect. And uh, it's great to see that uh, these things are coming to light and that, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully it doesn't just continue to spiral. Because a lot of people, when they when they watch sports, you know, and I know like some people don't like when you use the term we uh, you know, when you're talking about your sports team and stuff, we this or we that. It, it, people use sports as an escape. They want to get right from the issues of the real world. And, and but they got to realize it's it's there in sports as well. And you know these things are going to happen, and you know it's unfortunate, but it's also going to be good for the sport going further. You know, and going forward, we can't have can't have that type of stuff going on all the time. 
No, I would agree. I hope all this stuff gets gets uh, flushed out and and addressed. Mm-hmm. And um, stay tuned to this podcast as we continue to follow all these stories. You know what else happened this week? No. Uh, Jason Garrett was fired as the offense coordinator <laughs> for the Giants. I heard he only lasted twenty six games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not ten years. Twenty six games, people. That's right. Not one hundred fifty two games like mm-hmm. some other dumb team. Yeah. Well, Keith, this may sound familiar, but we do not have time to get to our next story. Oh, darn. Darn. <laughs> yeah, because of all of that craziness going on, we don't have time to talk about how a monkey and a stripper are at the center of a bizarre story involving the Texas Longhorn special teams coach, Jeff Banks. Look, I told you we weren't allowed to discuss that. I have an NDA about it. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> as we often do on another podcast that I'm associated with, we promise the listener we'll make every possible effort to get to that in a future episode mm-hmm. next all right with that why don't we keith why don't we pick some games sure man let's just do a quick recap uh, the last time we picked games was back in week nine mm. and of course it was uh greg and myself and vlado and back then it was our, our co-host sub was chase and our listener was jeff morrow so greg went three and two uh and everyone else went two and two that week mm. I'd love to go two and two on my picks. That'd be great. <laughs> I'm sorry, not two and two, two and three. Everyone else went two and three. So the records to date, Greg is 29 and 16. Vlado is 27 and 18. The hosts are 27 and 18. The listeners are 25 and 20. And me, I'm in dead last. One game behind the listeners at 24 and 21. That's a little embarrassing to be in last place in your own show, but it is what it is. I mean, uh, it was if you and Greg were like the two both in last. That'd be embarrassing. But yeah, that would Greg, be Greg's holding up for you. Yeah, you mean the guy that quit the show? <laughs> Look, if you had to deal with somebody who's making bad picks each week, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I suppose. No, I mean, and, and and your second best is a guy from Australia. Really great. There you go. <laughs> You're representing great there, uh, Chris. Keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah, it's not. It's not going so well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's pick some games this sure. week. Sure. Let's go. This week, Greg did submit his picks, even though he may have quit the podcast. And then, of course, I'll be picking. Vlado submitted his picks. You are our co-host sub, of course. And Keith, our listener this week, one of the co-hosts of Podfix 42, JL Tros. Oh, yeah. Good. These are some legit picks from uh, those Podcast 42 folks. That's right. First game, hmm. Cowboys versus Saints. Now, keep in mind, Keith, I don't know if you heard this, but... Head coach Mike McCarthy is now on the COVID list. He will not be coaching the game on Thursday. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So that may either cause you to pick or not pick the Cowboys. Hanging out with his former quarterback, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Well, I'll tell you right now, I would not be picking the Cowboys. I would pick the Saints anyway. All right. So you got the Saints. Mm -hmm. Um, I have have a rule. No, I I will never pick the Cowboys. Okay. I I really, uh, to give some background, though, I really don't... um, I know Dak's been great this year. Uh, I have him and uh, Elliot. I, I very, uh, I don't trust their consistency ever. I always feel like the wheels are going to fall off. I think Dak is decently consistent, but uh, Zeke is hurt right now, so he's not playing so great. There you go. By the way, uh, Greg agrees with you. He picked the Saints. Smart. Uh, me, Vlado, and uh, Jail took the Cowboys. Mm, okay. Chargers versus Bengals, Keith. Mm. Well, this is, uh, I, I know you love the Bengals. Uh, 
I'm going to actually, I'm, I'm going to go with that as well. It's a home game. Uh, was it Mixon? He's been playing great lately. Burrow's been playing solid. Uh, I don't see any reason why they can't uh, keep the, the, you know, the win streak going. Well, uh, myself and Vlado agree with you. Greg and JL took the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Greg's good at the show, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what does he know? Yeah. yeah. Giants versus Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins. That's, I think that's a no-brainer. <laughs> so everyone else picked the Dolphins as well. Yeah. 49ers versus Seahawks. Ooh. Uh, hmm. 49ers have to go to Boy. go to Seattle and contend with the 12th man. Uh, I'm going to take the 49ers. I think the Seahawks have a lot of questions going on right now. And um, the Niners will be able to sneak in there and get a win. And everyone else agrees with you. And the last matchup, Patriots versus Bills. And this is in Buffalo. Yeah, I am, uh, I'm going to take the Bills. I think they get uh, – I think their defense starts to lock people down again. And um, it, Look, the Patriots look great right now, but it's not its not perfect you know, the entire time, and I, they're going to still hit a couple stumbling blocks. Be better to do it now than, say, in like the first round of the playoffs. So. Well, everyone else agrees with you except for me. I'm going to ride the wave. I took the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I also have to get a little bit aggressive if I'm going to catch Greg, who's in first place. That is true. That is true. And if you're a listener to the show and you want to pick games with us, just reach out on Twitter at Team Armchair. Or email us at armchairradio at gmail.com. I'm going to do that. I'm going to submit opposite of everything I just picked there. So I can, still get, <laughs> I can get points either way. I think that's a great idea. I'll be mm-hmm. looking for your tweet and or email. <laughs> Next. So, Keith. Yeah. Now we're at the point of the show that's usually my favorite part of the show. And basically the reason why Greg has quit the show. I just want to check in with you and see how you're doing in fantasy football. Oh, Chris, I am uh well, okay, uh, I'm in two leagues. So, which league would you which league would you prefer my response to be from? Well, since since we're both in the Podfix network together, I'd like to know how you're doing in the Podfix fantasy football league. Uh, I too will be quitting this show. Um that's about <laughs> how good my team is doing. I am uh I'm very baffled. I I the NFL website, the fantasy site, they give you predictions at the beginning of the year. They said I was going to be 15 and 0. Uh, I was riding a wave and uh, immediately got just the wave crashed very quickly. And I really have, I've yet to ever figure out exactly what the reasoning behind uh, my struggles there are. So yeah, I'm not in the best of moods with fantasy football right now. And what is your record currently? A two and nine. Oh no. Yeah. I've, uh, (laughs) I've got, uh, I had Patrick Mahomes, my starter. Um, I actually had Kyler Murray as my backup, uh, and then every time I moved Kyler Murray into the starting lineup, he would do he'd have like one of his very few bad games this year. Uh, yeah, I just I think there's an, I don't have a consistency of every player kind of hitting in stride on the same week. So you're the perfect replacement for Greg then this week. Yeah, I yeah yeah. Well, see, Greg's Greg's games seem like he's he was still kind of in them. I mean, I got. Somebody beat me early this year, and they only need scores from three players to have beaten my entire roster. Um, so, like, he at least sounds like he's in some games and then just kind of, like, loses at the last minute. Uh, or, like, by one guy. By the slimmest guy, of margins. Yeah, I'm not I'm not losing by the slimmest of margins. I am getting a beat down week in and week out. 
absolutely <laughs> throttled on a regular basis. <laughs> well, I appreciate that because um, this is still my favorite part of the show. So thank you for that. No, you're welcome. Next. Well, we just have one more thing we're going to do before we go. Mm-hmm. And we got a call on the hotline. Actually, what happened was is that somebody kind of famous from the world of sports uh, reached out to me and said, hey, I really like the show. And I said, well, I mean, you're welcome to call in and you're known for your hot takes. Gerald Ford? No. Why don't you call the hotline and leave a hot take? And wouldn't you know, he was nice enough to do it. So if it's okay, Keith, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a call from, from a famous person from the world of sports who, who came with very hot takes. Okay. All right, here we go. What is up, clones? This is the pimp <laughs> of the box, Van Smack himself, Jim Rome. Toph asked me to call in with a hot take this week, so that's what I'm going to do. But first, I need to take an unnecessary pause. That pause was epic. <laughs> Phenomenal. What is going on with Washington football team? Are you trying to tell me that they went through 650,000 emails over an 18-year period and the only thing they found out was that John Gruden is a perv? I don't think we are going to get an answer anytime soon, but I think the answer that all the fans want is what is going to be the new name. How much longer is Washington fan going to have to cheer for football team? That is not cool. Hang on, I just got a fax. <laughs> oh, I got a fax. Aaron Rodgers has COVID. I hate to be the one to say this, but Aaron, it doesn't matter how many deep fried cheese curds you eat, you are not going to get immune to COVID-19, <laughs> no matter how squeaky they are. Thanks, Toe, for the vine. I'm out. <laughs> oh. Now, and I forgot to mention, he he actually left that message right before I left for a few weeks. So those hot takes are a, a little bit outdated, but not entirely. So those are uh, lukewarm takes. Oh no, they're hot. They're just a little bit outdated. They've just mm. been sitting on the counter in the drying on the on the cooling rack a little too long. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Anybody who's going to knock cheese curds, I mean, that's a little questionable. <laughs> but how great is that? Jim Rome called into our show. Mm-hmm. That's. That is, he is called into the Podfix uh, fancy football show as well. Uh, he he uh, he's got a fax machine, so yeah, it's a good way to get in touch with people. It really is. It really yeah. is. So, so Jim Rome, thank you for calling in, and you, I mean you're welcome to call in anytime. We'd love to hear from you anytime you have a hot take. Well, Keith, uh, unfortunately, we're out of time. Son of a biscuit. But before we go. Why don't you tell everyone about your projects and where to find you? Uh, yeah, you can, uh, for the most part, find me over at the Pop-Up Filmcast, where me and Derek dive headfirst into a bottomless box of movies that I won from Blue Bunny and that uh, it's refilled by the, the fates, the witches of destiny. Uh, Tofi, you've been on there a lot. We have a lot of our friends. We review movies. I also uh, hang out with our uh, on the Podfix Network. Our computer-operated sports talk neutral emissions robot, a.k.a. Kevin. We do the Podfix Football Federation weekly uh, recap of the Fantasy Football League there. Um, and you can find that at Podfix Presents. It's a great show. Uh, we took the week off for Thanksgiving, but we'll be back with a double uh, helping 
of sports uh, stuff this week. And what about the Midnight Riders podcast? Oh, yeah. Derek and uh, myself and a couple of our other friends joined. Uh, we, we joined up. Uh, foolish us. We joined the uh, NYC Midnight screenwriting competition. And uh, you can go ahead and check out Midnight Riders pod and hear uh, how we did, uh, what our how we brainstormed, what we're going to write about, how we got in our results, uh, how upset I was about my results, etc. And of course, in another couple of weeks, you've got the 12 Days of Pop Up, your, your annual Christmas event. Greatest Christmas tradition since Santa Claus himself. <laughs> and you were nice enough to invite Adam and I on there, so we'll be making an appearance. Absolutely. We're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that every year. I love it. It's the best part. Yeah. Well, we appreciate getting to come on. Yeah. Great. Man, that's, well, a lot of sh- that's a lot of shit I had going on. Wow. Okay. Well, and, and you just finished up November, which is NADPOD POMO. Yeah, NADPOD POMO. Uh, folks, if you haven't listened to PodFix Presents, go back. You got 30 fun days of listening over there. Go check it all out. I'm very jealous. I've listened to them. You get still get to go back and listen to them. Well, and, and that sounds like a lot of content, but most of the episodes are just a few minutes, but it, they're, they're really entertaining. Yep, except for ones I'm on. We go long. <laughs> all the way to like 20 minutes. Yeah, I think each episode I'm on is 20 minutes plus. Yeah, but anyway, uh, lots of great content. Do check out the Podfix Presents feed. You can subscribe to it. It's its own podcast, so mm-hmm. go ahead and check that out. Please do. And that's all we have for you today on this edition of Armchair Radio. Tune in next week for more. Uh, I have no idea if Greg's going to be back. Maybe Keith will be back. Maybe Harlan. Maybe Derek. I literally have no idea who my co-host is going to be this time next week. So uh, Mm -hmm. there's your cliffhanger. Definitely uh, tune in to find out. Find us on Twitter by searching at Team Armchair, the number for the hotline. In case you want to join Jim Rome is 405-785-0355. If you like the show, tell your friends. Please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Armchair Radio is a proud member of the Podfix Network. For more information, go to podfixnetwork.com or search at Podfix on Twitter. Thank you to our friend Phil Root for our custom logo. Until next time, I'm Tove, he's Keith, and this is Armchair Radio, a Gravity Beard production. All right, perfect. I got to go talk to Greg. We're recording a football podcast (laughs) with Harland. Damn it.